I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, selective hearing and hermits. When managers in other countries ignore you, what do you do? I got a question in my advisory work this week, and you might be interested because the question often comes up from managers in global units. You've got a manager in another country who reports to you, but he constantly ignores you. So how do you get him to speak with you? You know, it turns out very often in these situations that you have good relationships with all the other international managers who report to you, but there's this one manager is just really difficult to work with. He doesn't see himself as part of the management team. When you ask for information, he ignores your request or is just slow to respond. When the management team is in a conference call, he stays silent, but you know from colleagues that he's not introverted. He's interested in his country, he's interested in his customers. He just shows no interest in coordinating across global functions. So if you're his manager, what do you do? There are three phases to consider here. Human dynamics, cultural dynamics, and corporate dynamics. And I'd encourage you to think of those three dynamics like three balls that you have to juggle. So there's the human dynamics ball, the cultural dynamics ball, and the corporate dynamics ball. And you have to keep all three up in the air. And any one of them could be the cause of the problem, but you don't know which. So the aim is to keep all three balls up in the air until you find out where the cause is. So how do you do it? Well, let's get into the detail on each phase. Let's start with the human dynamics. And we're going to start at a place where most people don't start, and that's your ego. So the first thing to do, take your ego out of the situation. It's not about you. That's hard to understand for some people because you work too hard to involve people. You go the extra mile to include managers like him. So how can it not be about you? Well, the trick is to focus on him, not on you. And the way to do that is to say, what do I know about him and his situation? And build up a quick profile, including everything you know about him, everything you know about work, everything you know about his family, and his hobbies. It's like one of those CIA type of reports, or rather maybe what Google or Apple have stored on you in California already. But in doing that, you see now you're already thinking about him. And I want you to think about him because that's really important when we come into preparing the dialogue. And the first thing to prepare in a dialogue are needs. We all have needs. Three of the biggest needs for people that are employed are salary, status, and security. So what need or needs is he satisfying with this behavior? So he's ignoring you. Clearly, he gets something from ignoring you. We don't know what, but he's satisfying a need. So if you start by focusing on him and what you know about him, you're a step closer to figuring out what he needs. And don't be fooled by experience or position. Some people who have years of experience in a particular business are not consciously aware of their own needs. So maybe he needs the salary. He's got a big mortgage that he needs to pay off or he's got personal debts that he needs to pay off. Maybe he needs the status and maybe he knows he's not good enough and he fears losing the status that he's got through his job. 
or maybe he needs the security. He's at the top of the tree locally and there are limited opportunities in his industry and he fears losing his job. These are all guesses at this point. And what's important is that we prepare a dialogue and see if you can identify A, his needs, and B, have a good guess at what those needs may be. Part two of the preparation is data, or what I call evidence. My question is always, what's the evidence that he's ignoring you? Could it be a simple misunderstanding? You're not going to prosecute him for murder here. This isn't the court and you're not the judge or the jury. But we do need examples of his behaviour because without them, it's just your opinion against his opinion. So what do we select? Well, the best thing to do is to use recent examples. Go back in the last 30 days or the last 60 days and pick examples of this negative behaviour, this behaviour you want to change. Because you're looking to establish a pattern if there's no evidence that he's consistently behaving in this way, again, we're dropping back into your opinion against his opinion. And all that's going to do is get us nowhere fast. At this point, all you've got are assumptions about what he needs and his pattern of behaviour. So you need to check them out. And we need to open a dialogue here. A dialogue is by far the easiest and the most efficient way to check out the assumptions. Unfortunately, it's also the hardest way because, of course, it's comfortable be to hide behind a chain of emails or even better for you to get somebody else to do the work for you. Dialogue is so hard because we might hear opinions that we don't like. Again, put your ego, please, to one side and get into a dialogue and open it up. So to summarise the human dynamics, you need to take your ego out of the situation and focus on him. Secondly, you need to prepare what he needs. What needs is he satisfying in his behavior? Thirdly, data. You need data and evidence of his negative behaviors over the last 30 days or the last 60 days. And fourthly, you need to get into a dialogue because it's the easiest and fastest way to get to a solution. So the second big area, that second ball you're keeping up in the air is cultural dynamics. And the golden rule here is to understand first, decide second. You're looking for any cultural issues at play here. And the best place to start is to look at power, communication and time. So how does power play into your professional roles? How is the power distributed? What's the relationship between you and him and power? Then there's communication. What about the communication style? Maybe he's communicating indirectly and you're just not picking up on those little clues and those little signals that he's sending to you. And the third area is time. Deadlines for sending information are not always the same day or the same hour in every culture. We all know this. You might need to adjust when you're asking for data to give him time to prepare. If you're not sure how to get into that in a dialogue because you think that he might take offence, then label your comments. And by labelling, what I'm saying is before you say your opinion, start with a small phrase, which is a little label. Typical examples are things like, I, I'm curious, just tell me about X, Y, Z. Just to understand or to clarify and what that labelling does is it makes it clear to him that you're not accusing him of anything. You're not saying he's done anything wrong. You're just getting into that initial discussion because you want to understand first and decide second. 
So in the cultural dynamics, it's the power, it's the communication, it's the time, and it's the way that you dialogue with each other. Then we come to that third ball, that third area, which is corporate dynamics. And here, context is everything. There's a thousand and one reasons why the corporate dynamics could be affecting your relationship. His sales performance or the performance of his business unit in his country or his function might be poor, might be weak, and in contrast everywhere else it's good. That is going to affect how he talks within, within that group. But as I say, there are a thousand and one reasons why it could be corporate dynamics at play here. But you do need to be aware of them. It's often the case in global companies that in one region, in one country, like India a few years ago, one of the biggest challenges was holding on to skilled, highly competent people. That was not a challenge in most countries in Europe. It certainly wasn't a challenge in the States because people stay with the companies longer. So corporate dynamics can affect the pressure that people feel under and the pressure they're under affects how they feel they can talk or not. The bottom line is the reason why he's not talking is because he's satisfying a need in not talking. We have to discover what that need is and that need will lie somewhere and that need will lie somewhere within one of three areas. The human dynamics, the cultural dynamics or the corporate dynamics. Keep juggling those three balls, keep them in the air and then together through dialogue, you will build the trust and the tactics to solve this problem and get him talking to you. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more information on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.